genius all over the world stands hand in hand and one shock of recognition runs the whole circle round. Herman Melville. good hey how are you you know this is a it's a joyous day it's a it's a sad day but if we stay united we can never be divided huh those are the words that i like to echo in my brain every morning when i drink coffee coffee for me i really fucking hate all this divisiveness and I understand people's opinions and as Jake Phelps would say, your feelings, I fucking care like all that shit. Right. But it's fucking gnarly, dude. Like I love my friends. I love my family and I don't want to lose any of them to the COVID or to the opinion of the fucking COVID. So let's all just respect and love one another And just appreciate that we're all human beings doing the best we can. And we're trying to figure this fucking crazy world out right now. I got love for all y'all. And this next fucking episode is such a stoke that I am joyfully going to take some time off with my soon to be wife, because I know that leaving this as the last episode I can breathe a little bit. This is Freddie fucking Gall. Do you hear me? Jersey's own Freddie Gall. I wish P-Stone was here. I wish Felper was here. I wish Hammocky was here. I wish everybody was here. So think about that when you're trying to make your decisions about whether you're going to get tested or not tested. Okay. And think about when you're putting your mask on and how upset you are about it and how upset you are someone in a car that you don't even know has one on. Why are you wasting your time with all that negativity? Let's just fucking let's continue to kill it. We're human beings. We're only here for a little bit of time. And so that's all the preaching I'm going to do today. But fucking. Okay. It's been a stressful week, let me tell you. But I'm back, baby, back on radar, getting ready to dance, getting ready to celebrate. 
you know, I'm off the market in a week. And even more important, the love of my life is off the market. So all you guys that have been slipping for the last fucking whatever amount of time she's been alive. Ha ha ha. She's all mine, baby. And I am fucking fired. Up. Love it. So with that being said, we're going to switch gears and we're going to tickety tack over to the blood wizard campaign. You guys really need to be a little more creative and come at me with a new uh, commercial, but I love you. Head on over to your local shop and ask for Blood Wizard. If they're out, then you can tickety-tack on down to bloodwizard.com where you have all of your conjuring needs. Hey, big shout-out to Jared Fair. I got to give you uh, a shout-out. Shout-out. I'm a little busy. There's this thing called a wedding that I've been trying to, like, get ready for. So I do want to respond to your email, but I also want to just acknowledge I got it. And wow, dude, thank you so much. That was an amazing written email with a lot of words that I had to look up in a dictionary because you're a little smarter than I am, but you, you seem well read, well read. I have two eighth grade diplomas. You know, what I like is a sticker exchange program. Nobody's really uh, doing it with me anymore, but uh, I still love it. All right, kids. Not sure if I'm going to be gone for longer than one week, but I will definitely be gone next week. Dancing around in my tuxedo with a small group of people listening to everything from Otis Redding to the White Stripes to E-40, kids. We got choices. Yep. Starting next week, I'm officially off the market, but I promise to return as your podcast host with guests and stories galore on the podcast. I know, I know. Get the fucking gall, Smitty. It's like, shut up, my getter. All right, everybody. I fucking love you all. I appreciate the support. And now, drum roll, please. Hey, what's up? This is Fred Gall, and you're listening to Talking Schmidt. You ain't ready! It's cool, like tonight is the night. Here we go again. Just give it the old cars turn, isn't it? Our big dog's in. Schmitty! 96 times, Schmitty. Thanks, Schmitty. We on? Schmitty? Talking Schmidt. That's called going to the hospital, bitch. I'd be shitting my pants. Glad. Your Rolodex is fucking deep. It's about the one, the one, the one. Who is this guy? He thinks he's tough shit. What's up? We're tastemakers. Come on, Smitty, what the fuck? Let's hear it for Greg Smith. Listen, 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 and listen more, motherfuckers. I could give you the longest intro ever fucking recorded for my next guest. We've been going back and forth for many weeks trying to make this happen, and I'm fucking so psyched right now. I got a lot of coffee in me, and I got the one and only Fred Gall on the other line. What's up, Freddie? What's up, dude? Yeah. Finally, we get this going. I'm hyped. Yeah, man, I'm pretty stoked, man. It's been, it's been a long one. Look at me. I got my NJ shirt on. I'm fucking nice. I'm, I'm ready to rep Morocco out here. <laughs> Dick, I'm, rep, I'm repping the man, Ozzy. Thank <laughs> oh, you. How's things going for you? Pretty good, man. You know, I got my like spot in Jersey. I don't know if you follow it, but like, yeah, I got a bowl in my yard and like I just keep building in my spot and stuff. So 
I got my hands pretty full out here. It's pretty awesome. How close are you to where you grew up? I'm at the house I grew up in. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to talk a lot about Jersey because fucking I had the privilege of being close to P-Stone, Preston Mygetter, um, who was a close friend of yours as well. And uh, every time some dude's name came up, he would go, Schmitty, he's from Jersey. <laughs> hey, Ashad Ware, you know where he's from? Jersey. He's yeah. like, John Sheffy, Jersey. <laughs> who are some of the fucking dudes that like early on in your life you were fucking inspired by like i mean uh tom groholski the jersey devil like there's a ton right am i am i showing you this correctly oh shit is that in your bowl yeah this is the state of new jersey and then peace uh, hold on important holy shit that rules that's that's like in the like street that's the keystone section of my <laughs> god damn it that's amazing are you out of your mind i'm actually getting married in a month and uh i'm trying to make a pocket square with his head em embroidered in it oh big dogs in nice yeah i'm heat <laughs> dude yeah too much could be said about him but um like who were some uh, like growing up like how did the, how did skateboarding <laughs> happened for you and who were the early influences this kid dog had it work and uh we i was like trying it and i never saw ollie before and these dudes could ollie and they they had a two by four and like i was like oh god i gotta do that dude like my mission was to ollie and i think i did it with one foot the first day and then i, I was just borrowing their boards and shit and then you know what happened after that <laughs> i had to get my own board and like i was hooked yeah and like yeah dude like mike v and dune grew up in the town over from me so there was like there's all these legendary spots that they used to skate that i kind of grew up skating okay right so like yeah so there was like a heavy influence of pros at a young age when you went elsewhere like if you came to san francisco especially the west coast this was the damn pencil thing that is always embedded in my head. He's like, you pussies out West got it easy back East. All the spots are gnarly. Like talk about that, like coming out to the West coast and seeing these areas that were brand new pavement and smooth. Oh, man. Like, yeah, dude, like it was just a dream for me when I came out to Cali. SF was the first place I really went to. Uh -huh. I mean, I had been to San Diego before, but like SF was like my, my welcoming into skateboarding like you know what i mean like it was like every spot was on you know what i mean you just drive through the city and you're like oh my god there it is blah blah blah, blah. like and then getting to skate that shit was just amazing man when you came to sf were you already sponsored yeah like i i had i had i my first trip to sf was the one where i did those interviews for like Thrasher and Slap, yeah. And you, and you got the cover? Yeah. Dude. Like that was like a setup trip that Phelps had set up for me. Is that is that real? In the Europe contest on them trips, we were like running into each other all the time. And he me, and then he was like, at the end, he was like, yeah, I want you to come out to SF and do an interview like in September. I was like, sick, dude. Let's do it. Oh shit! So and this was like in the summertime on the on the contest tour circuit. So how long were you in SF? Ninety four, nineteen ninety four. 
And I went to SF for one month and like, dude, so like I was still 15 years old. Right. So like he sent me out there in the first month of school. I didn't go. You know what I mean? Uh And I was like, I got a taste of that freedom, dude. I came back and I was like, I went to homeroom every day till my 16th birthday. And then I just quit straight up. I was like, there's no way I'm ever going back to this shit. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was a done deal right off, off the bat. La Vista, baby. How early in that trip did you do the switch five O at Hubba? That was probably like two weeks in or maybe a weekend. Cause I wanted to skate Hubba. That was like my whole mission, like to go out there and skate Hubba. Mm-hmm. But like, no one really wanted to skate it. And then one day out of nowhere, Huff was like, let's go to Hubba. I was like, sick. And I ended up doing the three tricks that day. What, what was it? Switch 185 Oh, yeah. Switch Crook and Switch Front 5 Had you skated shit like that before? I mean, we skated rails and we had this Hubba at City Hall in Philly. Uh-huh. But like nothing ever like Hubba. Hubba's like one of a kind. That thing's like chest high and like, yeah. you know. Super gnar. Do you remember what you did that night? Oh, my friend. Um, I was so young, man. Like, I think I like went and skated fucking the park downtown. Union. Union Square. Yeah. Union Square, dude. That's what I would do every night. I would I did, couldn't get enough skating. dude. Like I would skate street all day and then I would skate to Union Square at night and skate and like meet up with like Mike there and like skate with him. And that's how I met Mike. But oh. like, yeah, I i don't know. I didn't like celebrate if that's what you mean. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't even think it was a big deal. Like I, people were tripping and I was just like, oh, like sick, dude. You know, I cool. Like, I mean, it still stands out. Like we just did a thing on like the best covers of all time. And there was definitely a lot of nods to that one for sure. Sick. You know, it's, it's shit like that. That's uh special to us at the mag because of course san francisco we got a lot of pride in it and the in the mags in in the city and so you do something like miley china banks uh hubba embarcadero that shit's forever you know for us it's like in philly they got love park and everybody in philly remembers each dude that fucking crushed that place you know and so when you come from from somewhere else and you take it on it's like that's major props yeah, man, sick. That was like the best era. That was like my best years of skateboarding, I think, ever. Like favorite time. Okay. What was uh what was your relationship with Jake? How did you meet him? Did you meet him in those Europe contests? Yeah, I think I met him there. Yeah, that's just how he just came up to me or and like, dude, his thing, he would just give me a hundred dollar bill in a different country. So it would be a different hundred. And like, that was his thing. I don't know why he would just do it. And I would be like, sick, dude. That was like so much money to me back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just like, dude, I guess he likes me like sick. (laughs) So almost every time he saw you, he would do that. He did it like twice in Germany and in like, in uh, like England or something. Yeah. Fucking. um, I remember. I traveled with him a lot. And every time we did anything with Vans for the Vans, you know, Combi, Vans Park Series, anything, Vans Tour, anything with Vans. And and he's like the hot dog man. He would call out Van Doren and he's like, 
give me a hundred dollars. I swear to God, at least seven or eight different times. And, and Van Doren just pulled out his wallet and handed him a hundred dollar bill each time. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was so sick. So fucking rad, dude. People send me soap. Yeah, Jake had it fucking like that. And it was it was pretty sick to see like just the respect he got from so many people being the way he was. Like he had the East Coast yeah. mentality, but it, it stayed true. Yep. Yeah, he was one of a kind. Man. What were some of your other favorite things about SF when you were out there skating with Dare? Like my introduction was so sick, dude. I got dropped off, right? Stayed at Roger Brown's house. Woke up, got dropped off at just dropped me off with Huff, and they were like, "All right, you guys are skating together." And then we <laughs> met up with Sean Young and Hurley, and they took me to the Fort Miley, and we bombed the whole way back through the avenues, and it was like the best day of my life basically dude it was so sick oh my god yeah and like i think there was some thc pills involved or some kind of like chocolate like some and i i hadn't i smoked weed before you know what i mean but like i was used to east coast dirt weed i never had no chronic dude Uh sf was like i was like so hyped (laughs) took it to another level yeah man i was fucking hyped do you remember one of your earliest trips? Like you went on the road for the first time as a skateboarder? Like on a tour or just like hopping in the car? Yeah, like on a tour where it was legit. Like you got a, a photographer and like dudes and you're trying to do an article or trying to do, you know. Well, we, we, we one of the earliest trips I did was with Slap. With, uh, we did that. We did a, a trip from AZ arizona and like with all these new york guys and it was me huff and like all these new york dudes and i ended up getting the cover doing that nose blunt yanking and albuquerque mckinney went with you right oh yeah yeah that guy's psycho and now another first impression with timothy donald mckinney i'm gonna start this out with if there was a skater's dictionary under the definition of skateboard, it would be Freddie Gall's picture and him sitting there with a Heineken or something. But outside of that, I actually got the pleasure of going on a trip with him and Huff and the boys as the idiot. Uh, first of all, I want to shout out Gio for saving my life. I would have died of an asthma attack if it wasn't for Gio from Supreme. But uh, Freddie was the man, the nicest guy, funny as shit, m- mind blowing on the skateboard as well as just going into the hotel rooms after he got done with a mind blowing as well as uh, the origin of the dump truck. Because when I think of it, I think of us in New Mexico in that mile, three mile long ditch and you doing it into it from the rail. Slap cover, uh, peep it people. It's fucking one of the sickest slap covers. Orange slap, Freddy and, and gray. You can't beat it, bros. I love you, Freddy. Uh, sick ass motherfucker. Yeah, he's, he's my buddy. He lives out here. Yeah, that dude's tight. Shout out. <laughs> I remember that one. Did you go to Indian Ditch on that one? Yeah, that was that was the ditch that I had the photo in. <sighs> That's the best place ever. Yeah, that place is re- really good. Like, definitely got to go there. If you're a skateboarder. What about, uh, what about Liversedge? Ben Liversedge. Shout out. Yeah, Benny w- was on that trip, too. I haven't seen Ben in a long time. Do you know what he's up to? No, I know he's out in Long Island, I think, just living. Okay. 
What about getting like turning pro for the first time and getting your board, like getting your name on the board? Was that like a surprise or was that like, was it a whole thing coming or how did it that was all- like, yo, we want to turn you pro that just showed up in the mail like that. Like it was like, no, like, yeah, it was just like, it was just there all of a sudden. Like I was just pro. What? Yeah. What, was it, what was it? What do you remember? Like what you did when that happened? I mean, I was psyched because I got like a, a nice, like they gave. I, there was this thing, you know what I mean, where I like didn't quit. Also, because there was like I don't want to get into that, but like, right? I, I I had other offers, so they gave me a lot of money and turned me pro. So like, I took my mom on a vacation, dude, oh, to the sick. fucking to the Bahamas, yeah. So like that was what I did, yeah. What was it? What do you remember? What was the first graphic? It was a dude on a horse. Neil Blender drew it. No way. Yeah, I don't have the board yeah. here, but I have I have one at Domestics, the warehouse. I do have one. Okay. What was your first video part? I mean, I had tracker trucks video parts when I was twelve years old. <laughs> yeah, like it actually says the twelve and under section <laughs> of a video called The Brotherhood. The Brotherhood. I never even yeah, seen that and video. Then, and then there was the Brotherhood, and then there was Stacked. Stacked was another year, early one. Uh huh. And then there was these new school videos that, dude. Somebody actually sent me the name of it the other day. I can't. I can't think of it right now. But there was some really young new school videos too. But yeah, those were like, yeah, like ninety one, dude, <laughs> ninety two. And it was uh, the first the first uh, alien video was was that time code? No, well that was the first video I was in for alien. Yeah, they had made. Yeah, they made a different video. Right. Was that maybe your introduction to pressure? Pressure. Like when you're 12 and you're skating for tracker, you're probably just fucking like skating and not thinking about. But then all of a sudden you're on a board company and you're pro, and you have to film a part. Do you, do you start feeling like a little bit I mean, of pressure? I didn't, I didn't really ever like it. Shit just came so easily at the beginning. Uh-huh. It, it didn't even get to that point until like the only pressure that I ever started to feel is like if I needed an ad or something. Okay. And there was like that was like the maximum pressure. You know what I mean? Like it was always pretty fucking mellow, man. Okay. Um. We got to I know you've told the story a few times, but never to me. I'd, I'd love to hear the story about you carving the long bench at China Banks. Oh, shit. OK, so uh, when I stayed with Mike there, he had this liquid acid, dude. And we started taking that shit and skating at night at China Banks. Uh huh. And we would go there and fucking rip, dude. You could rip on that shit. It's like so fun. We would have so much fun. And I fucking backside carved the, the long ledge and I did it. And I was like psyched. And I was like, I'm going to come film this tomorrow. Came back in the daytime, not on acid. Couldn't even come close, bro. I <laughs> like, couldn't even I couldn't comprehend it either. I was like, what the hell? Like, how did I how was I mentally so like on this shit last night? Yeah, it was crazy. And did you put in a little work? Like, did you try it for a while? And I, just could- I didn't do it. Yeah, you I couldn't, couldn't do it. it. I gave it all I had. Yeah. Did you think about coming back another time on acid with a film? Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> but I never I never made it. it yeah, it, 
<laughs> I wish I would have though. Like now that I think about it, it just didn't seem it didn't seem like that important to me. But that would be like a serious. That's a goal getting over that bench, dude. It's not easy. There's no. only I don't know if even ten people have done yeah, it. Yeah, there's like, like there's a handful. Yeah. Um. What about Lou Metal? Talk about Lou, Lou Metal's Metal. doing doing good, man. He we actually got metal going still. Really? And we're doing a video. Yeah, we're doing a video. We're doing with, a video this year. Yeah. With him? For like a year. A year from now, actually. No way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I'm working on all kinds of shit right now. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it kind of stemmed with you've been staying sober, yeah? Yeah. So well, did I smoke, obviously. But smoke weed, but no more booze. No, hell no. No booze, no hard drugs. For like three years now, almost. How, how's that going? Great, man. Life is so much better. It's like it's just easier man you know and i don't really i, I don't like have the urge to even get go for it okay like, i'm just, that part of my life's over i guess you know what i'm saying yeah I'm, I'm, i mean I'm, but it took a lot it took a lot to like i mean i found my mother dead with a needle in her arm Ooh. so that's like really what like that sparked it snapped me out of it like big time wow but, that's heavy uh, yeah yeah it was pretty gnarly so are you kind of past the point of like, um, can you be social with people drinking and not even deal yeah. with it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I mean, obviously no one wants to deal with like people being drunk, but like I have no problems going to a bar or like people at my house. Like I have parties here all the time. You know what I mean? Oh, shit, it's, really? it's fine. Yeah. Okay. I've been sober for a while too. And one of the things I have a hard time with is, not judging others because I was there. You know what I mean? Like, how can you be a hypocrite? Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, at the end of the day, you're like, dude, this just ain't my vibe right now. Like, you guys are going to 11. I only stay at 10. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's Yeah, I try one. not to like, I had to get like snippy with a couple people just for fucking up though. Yeah. At my house. But like, you know, it's like, whatever. So the the sobriety has that given you more energy and more focus dude. to start working on projects oh and shit. My, oh my god! Like I started, dude. I started like I started skating a lot, you know. Uh -huh. And I'm like, yo, let's film a park. Like fucking joking around. Yeah. And uh, so I started getting a lot of shit, and then it became an obsession where I was like, all right, now I'm filming a park, dude. Like, and then it was like, no, I'm filming like the best part ever. And like, it's been over a year now. And like, I'm finished. I finished. I'm done with it. Oh, really? And so I got three parts I'm sitting on right now. Oh. A full thrasher part, full thrasher part, like, and then a full DIY part for Jankum. And then, like, I have, like, a full leftover part. <laughs> yeah. It's just going to be out somewhere. Okay. Fuck. Are you, are you, how are you feeling about it? Dude, I'm psyched. Like, this thrasher part, I worked my fucking ass off on it. People are going to be surprised, man. Oh, dude. All right. Yeah. I like this. Like, like, I fucking put, yeah, I put, like, my fucking ass out there, like, for this one, just one more fucking bang. You know what I mean? 
Uh huh. I know that you and Brian Anderson have been pretty close and like kind of doing a lot together. How did that all begin? Well, Brian just he 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 randomly. I mean, not randomly, but his husband has a place in Jersey, oh. and like so, like it's only twenty minutes from my house, and he just started staying out here a lot, and then we just started skating and hooking up and just chilling and like making dinners and just you know hanging out, man. And like he's my bro, man. Yeah. We like really vibe off each other. Rad. Has he he's been pushing you to skate and stuff like you guys have yeah, been pushing yeah. each other? He really, help motivate. Like, yeah, he's a good dude to have on the crew, man. Like he's street pirate, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got some pools going out there? Yeah, there's some sick ones, man. It's gnarly. Yeah. Long Island has gnarly ones, and I got some in Jersey out here. Yeah, he's okay. telling you crap. This fucking bird wants to mount the fucking chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what, let's talk a little bit about the Jersey uh, history, though. Like, Pastris and Mike V kind of, they were a little bit before you, but, like, what other dudes yeah. need to be recognized that are from out there? And, like, what have what have been some, like, highlights from Jersey as far as, Tom like, Grohalski, for sure. Yeah. The Jersey Devil. Definitely yeah. got to mention that, dude, because he's like fucking gnar. And then there's so many, dude. There's Sheffy. There's Mike Dares from Jersey. Shout out. Um, Yeah, dude. The list goes on, man. I, I have to like Derek Rinaldi, Shout Mike out. Pepper. Shout out. Chris Riley. Actually, he's Long Island. But Shout these out. are like old school dudes, like, like early 90s dudes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, fucking rippers. People who know them names. You just influenced somebody. What do you think about this fucking... What can we talk about as far as, like, without getting too preachy, like, losing people, the fentanyl and the drug, all this shit that's going on. Like, is there, is there a way to be an influence without being too preachy and being a hypocrite? Like, It's hard, man. It's like the drugs are there and people are going to do them. You know what I mean? No matter what. Whoa, slow it down. I don't know. Just don't do them. (laughs) Yeah. That's all I could really say. Do you ever get triggers where, like, there's some situation where you're just, like, you get kind of, like, oh, fuck, and you have to just bounce or anything? Or are you pretty good? Yeah, there's times where, like, I got to, like, take a walk or something. Or, like, dude, there's times where, like, I'm, like, skating in the hood and i'm like going to the store by myself where i could easily like there's dudes offering me shit right there and i could just buy it no one will know like you know what i mean like Uh, i think that you know what i mean but i'm like nope don't just fucking keep walking dude like yeah i mean it's like it's always gonna be like that did you go through any of the programs or anything or did you just kind of do it on your own i went to rehab twice and, like, the first time, I didn't really want to be there. I got kicked out like an asshole and all this shit. I didn't even, like, try to stop. And uh-huh. then after my mom, like, I was like, no matter what, I'm stopping this shit. Like, so, like, I, w- I went to, like, a real shitty rehab. And I stayed for, like, 15 days, I think. And I stayed just long enough to get the shit out of my system to where I was still, like, I should have stayed longer. But I left and went home and did it by my on my own in my own bed and shit. But like 
Yeah, it was gnarly as fuck, dude. It took me like three months to feel completely normal. Like, like I was like, dude, am I ever going to feel normal again? Like, fucking, like, just day by day. Just, like going through the withdrawals and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like the weirdest, shittiest feelings, dude. I don't like I, I don't wish that shit on nobody. Right. But like, yeah, man, that's like enough to like if you do it again, you're just going to suffer again. Like it's like it's so fucked up man, the way this shit works. Yeah, it's such a strong thing. It's crazy. You better leave this shit in. Don't be t- this is negative or not. This is life. Yeah, I've seen that. What was up with that thing you guys did with at Bam's house and shit where like Danny Way came out and there was like a big ass party and stuff. Yeah, that was like that was right before I went to rehab, actually. Yeah, that was just him throwing a party. Yeah. Oh, it it wasn't like a party. To, like it seemed from my vantage that it was a party to get everybody sober. And it I was like, kind of was. it kind of was as far as me and Andy Roy go. Uh, but like. <laughs> but we were not like <laughs> nobody was sober whatsoever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not even close. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I've, Everybody you, was a wreck. Have you been talking to Andy at all recently? Yeah. They almost, they were supposed to come to my house like a week ago, but they like got stuck in New York or something. He's killing it, man. He's like staying. Yeah, man. It's awesome. I love when I see my friends do good, man. Right. Yeah. I know. It's so fucking hype. Um, dude, what about do you remember that time at Phoenix? It was Phoenix Am and it was me, you, Cranny, and P Stone. Some baby blue thing, and you gotta be moving and shaking that ass. And you were just saying it over. I don't know. It was some Guido shit, like (laughs) some Jersey Guido. Like, I don't even know where we saw it, but me and Pete saw this dude claiming his name Baby Blue or whatever. Like, (laughs) I don't know. We just ran with it. You ain't ready. You want on? You gotta be dancing. You gotta be smiling. You gotta be shaking that ass. If we get past 1.30 a.m., look out. Dude, that was the funniest Blue, shit. See you next week. And then, like, it was, like, blackout drunk vectors. And then, like, all of a sudden, Pe- Preston got on the phone and he started calling, like, cold calling. He's like, we're starting a wheel company and I'm calling this guy. He's on the team. And you're like, he's on. He's off. He's on. First fucking shot. You got to be dancing. You got to be smiling. You got to be shaking that ass. James is on. James Couch is on. No, James. Sean Jeffy's on. James from Jersey. Jake Brown. James from Jake, Jersey. Jake Brown for sure. James from Jersey. We can't pay anybody. Anyway, who are you? Anyway's on automatically. Yeah, Danny was already. Danny was born on. Hey, who are you hoping to recruit? Uh, we're hoping to get wedding. Wedding's on. We're getting wedding. We can call to get wedding on right now. We're trying to think of like old guys. Oh, we might be able to get wedding on right now. Live. Hey, first ever live. Baby Blue. Speakerphone. Where's my phone, Baby Blue? (laughs) Oh, man. We would have fun, man. So much fun. Doing stupid shit. (laughs) Yeah. What's that? I mean, this is probably a tough one, but like if you look back at all the travel that you've done, was there one trip that stands out as like one of the most epic, like, I don't know, either the funnest skating or the best crew or or just everything combined was radical? Um, Dude, like some of them old iPad trips were like that, man. Like 
Yeah, we did like Thailand a bunch of times, and like every one of those was awesome, man. Yeah, and it was like me, Kenny Reed, um, Matt Field. Yeah, no, no, Matt wasn't. Matt was gone at this point, but like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was tight, though, man. Well, talk, what, what? Tell me that story about Thailand, though. You were like pulling dudes out of a truck or something. Uh, well, dude, there's two incidents that happened to me that was super fucked up and gnarly. Um, one, I got like totally lost, right? Like, can't find my hotel. I'm like, just totally fucked. And uh, I'm in the back of a tuk-tuk, you know, the little, little carts. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like cruising and it's their new year. So everybody's totally wasted. And like, they have like these red pickup trucks as taxis and like they just load them with people like all in the back and shit. And like we're going one way and one of those trucks just comes flipping down the, the one like at us. Like it's like literally flipping. And then it like hits the telephone and just stops. And like there's all these people in there. And like me and the dude just get up and run to help them. Like we don't even do. We didn't even say anything. I like this lady's head was gashed open real bad. I took my shirt off, so like tied it around her head. And like this lady's arm was gashed real bad. I had my socks off, tied her shit up. Oh. And then we loaded them in the tuk-tuk. And I was like, just go, like go, like go, you know, I don't care. Don't worry about me. Take them. And that was that. That was the one story. Damn. And then like. I like walked home with no socks and had big ass blisters because it was far as hell. <laughs> and that's in Thailand. Nobody's even speaking yeah, English. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? No, going it was fucked. And then the other one, I don't know if you know about the monks. No. Oh, I went to a burning monastery and fucking saved monks. <laughs> no way. Dude, it's on. It's like an ESPN thing, dude. I already did like a whole interview about it years ago, but you can look it up. But it's like Fred Gall saves monks. This is fucking real shit, dude. This is Fred Gall brought to you from fucking Cambodia in a real fire. Is there any more women and children? Monks, monks, is there any more people upstairs? You see, how'd you get up here? Upstairs. I built a ladder. I saw. All right, anyone? What happened? You were like in an area and you saw a fire and you went in and saved them? Dude, yeah, I saw this fire, like, and I'm like, what the fuck? And, like, it's, like, people on the second story stuck, like, and nobody's doing shit. Everyone's just staring at them. And there's, like, all this bamboo because they use bamboo for scaffolding. So I'm like, dude, I built a bridge from one building to the next, like, and I shimmied across it, and I fucking started loading people on that shit and taking them down. And like I did that and then I I kicked open this one door like boom and there's a dude just praying like ready to burn like I'm like come on man let's go like, no way <laughs> yeah and like I guess I saved a bunch of people but like I have two eighth grade diplomas eventually they got up the stairs but like my my little ladder thing was like the way to go you know what I mean holy fuck did you get like a key to the city or something no, man, I just I lost my skateboard and I was fucking bugging, Ugh. like bugging. And like this monk found it and gave a photo 
of me with the monk. And I'm like, dude, we're all fucked up looking. You got to look at just look at it's on ES. It's ESPN. Fred Gall saves monks. I swear <laughs> to God. Okay. <laughs> it's like there's footage of the shit, dude. There's oh. like footage of the burning shit. And like, it's crazy. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about um, present day Fred Gall. All right. Present day Fred Gall. You filmed you filmed like so much footage that you got you're sitting on three parts. You got a bull in your backyard. Yep. What's an average day like you get up around what time? I have a bull, a mini ramp and a little street section, actually. Ah, but sick. average day for me is so I live with my uncle John. Shout out. Is, he's a paraplegic and like I have to like take care of him. So like. We have a nurse that comes, but I'm the morning guy. So at like 730 in the morning, I have to get up and like get him ready. Like just just get him breakfast and shit. Uh-huh. Change his piss bag and all that. And like and then I'm good till then I'm good up with him until about five. And then I just give him dinner. But um, yeah, so I do that. And then I chill out, eat my breakfast, skate, probably carve a little bit in the bowl. Sick. And then pretty much sit around and figure out what I'm going to do today. Like, I'm trying not to work this whole summer because I got it rigged. So, like, I could pretty much do it that way for the summer. Right. And then I'll work when I, ha- when I have to, you know what I mean? Okay. But, yeah. So, is that's anybody, my... Is hmm? anybody sending you some shit? Some cheddar? Yeah. Not really. No more Fred water. I got like a little uh, <laughs> a little board sales from Habitat the other day. But like that was oh. just like randomly. OK. Yeah, I don't you, get paid by anybody. You still got a board on Habitat? Yeah. Like from time to time. But yeah, hopefully once this video comes out, man, someone will give me a couple bucks or something. I don't know. More, more, more. At least a fucking cheddar sponsor so you can put it on your burger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So are you staying local? Is most of your part in Jersey or have you been traveling? Um, dude, yeah. For the most part, it's all East Coast. Like a couple tricks in Miami and Florida. Mm. But like, yeah, man, I went to Ohio and that's it. It's okay. it's like, yeah, no West Coast at all. All East Coast. How did you deal with this COVID situation? Uh, dude, it was great for me. Like that was the best times to skate, man. We were out all the time in that shit just only Spots ones out everywhere yeah just yeah. killing it dude it was really good oh you got to skate some shit that you normally couldn't skate yeah for sure damn that's covid sick. was like really good for me <laughs> there's that one spot that i think brian maybe had a photo on it's like a half pipe but it's super narrow it's like a little fucking you know what i'm talking about yeah that thing looks sick. I think Farmer sent me a photo of it. It's like a, a weird yeah. little. There's so much crazy shit out there. Yeah. Yeah, man. What's one of the fucking raddest things you've seen happen on a skateboard that you were there for? Um, Let's see. Probably some of this cool shit that I've been seeing recently, man. Like these guys take cool skating to such a level that like I didn't even think some of the shit was possible, man. Uh, like their whole style and like these dudes fuck these pools up. Like going over the stair, going over certain stairs is like so gnarly. Yeah. Who are some of the kids? Is Oski was out there, right? 
Oski fucking next levels it, dude. <laughs> I brought Oski to that fucking indoor full pipe thing that I skate all the time. Yeah. And he got he fucking stalled on the pipe. I knew he could do it and he was the man for it. And I like called it out before even I was like, Oski, I'm going to bring him here and he's going to do this. Oh. And he did it. How rad. God damn, dude. I yeah. Love that shit. Yeah. Oski is like totally next level, dude. I wanted him to come to my house really bad, but he didn't make it. Okay. How deep's your bowl? Dude, it's super. I'm like pouring sweat just sitting in my yard. Is it like five feet, six feet? My pool is like four and a half, five. Four and a half, five. Because it was a pre-existing pool, which oh. it was just, it was fiberglass. And like, um, you know, a little bit, but I had to cut the cut the concrete to make the shape. And make it a little wider. Yeah. Yeah, I have like photos of it before. It's pretty cool. Okay. Like, right. yeah, we, yeah. So we just dealt with the hole we had, basically. Perfect. Smart. Yeah. Less, less work. When you were touring with Alien, who are you rooming with usually? Um, Kalis, you. It would be Kalis and like Lenny Kirk. I would, I would get put with because no one wanted to deal with Lenny, and I didn't give a shit. And oh. I was just cool with him. Like, so yeah, they would put me with Lenny all the time. You got a good Lenny, <laughs> Lenny story? I mean, dude, he, he was just towards the end, like of our tours. He was like, this tour was like when he was a mad preacher and shit. Jesus Christ! And he was like preaching at the demos and like trying to drag me into it. Like, I'm like, nah, dude, like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> no, that's not my speech, Lenny. Like, you know, it. like, chill. Yeah. And like, dude, he just went crazy, man. Damn. Somebody just saw him out here. Like, I heard he's doing well, though, man. I think so. I hope he is. Yeah. What up, Lenny? Shout out. Yeah, Lenny, shout out. Um, Shout out. You got a good P-Stone story for us? Are you out of your mind? Shit, dude. (laughs) I'm trying to think of one, dude. There's so many. Didn't he go out to stay with you? Just to like, he was like, hey, I'm going to come out to film. They they sent him out here to barbecue with me for a week. You can make this thing. I know okay. he's got it in. All right, I'm ready for you, bud. <laughs> On Thrasher, like, <laughs> paid for specifically to do that. And, like, dude, we pulled all-nighters. Like, we were at the river. Like, dude, we were daryling out really, really hard, man. <laughs> he would, like, be cooking shrimp, lobster. Like, re- yeah, we, like, fucking went off on that one. That one was that was awesome. Thank you guys for that. Like, uh, that was so sweet. Like, that's what I remember P-Stone at. And he was at his doing what he loves, like killing it, you know? Yep. When he stayed at my house a different time, we were on one. You know what I mean? Obviously. Uh-huh. But like, I would sleep late as fuck. And like, but like, I would just hear him in the other room and you'd hear the beer crack at like 9 a.m. Hold on. Important. Not am. Oh, yeah. And so he was just fine. Like he just would edit and leave me be. But like, dude, I would sleep late as fuck and be like, yo, and he just wouldn't even like didn't mind. Any he's cool with anything, man. For such sure. a good year. Yeah. Fuck. Did you were you a part of him and uh Jake's trip when they were on the train out east and they went from like I think they went from New York to uh to Washington DC and shit. I thought they hung out with you maybe a night or something. I think I might have like been with him right before they left. Yeah. Yeah. And they got kicked off. Or the no, train. we drove them. 
I drove them to DC, I think. Me, me, that's me, what, and Zeno, because, me and Zeno drove Jake and because they got kicked off the train because they yeah, were on, yeah. they were on the quiet train and Jake yeah. kept talking and the press was <laughs> that is so great. Oh man, yeah. they were hammered when they showed up to DC because I met them in DC. That was a fucking best yeah, one. That was a nightmare ride. Obviously, you've never lived in this body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, listen to this one, dude. Peacestone, right? This is a great one, and it's so stupid. But, like, I was just, like, punching him in the arms as hard as I could one, like, all day. Yeah. And, like, he would just give me the look, and he'd do that Puerto Rican knuckle shit. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And boom, dude. And he, <laughs> and like, I was acting tough as hell. Like, dude, you're, you're my abusive big brother. You can't hurt me and all this shit. And, like, Yo, he put it on both of my arms so bad that, like, dude, they were black from, like, elbow to shoulder, both of, like, pain, dude. Dude, he loved that shit. Yo, and he, and, like, I was hurting, dude. I was like, no more, dude. Like, (laughs) if a little bit, it hurts so bad. And, like, I was just like, dude, you got me. You're you're my abusive big brother. (laughs) Hey, he did that to Peabody when Peabody was still Ryan McWhorter. He hadn't even been cement guy yet. And he was just a skinniest dude ever. And he was like so much smaller and younger than Preston. And Preston was just rifling him all night, like boom, boom. And he was like, oh, and he was trying so hard to be tough and be like, I got, and we were all just like, Preston, you're going to kill this guy. <laughs> he was rough, man. Oh my god! His kids are fucking. One, his oldest kid looks just like him. I'm like, Oscar. I want to see his kids. Yeah, they're yeah. yeah, It's yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I'm gonna try to do a little something special because we're getting married, and of course he would he would have been there. So I need to figure out a way to have his presence there for me at least like even if it's just in my little pocket or something yeah, I, I'm, yeah. work, I'm working on a little something something but uh yep who are some of the like for you if we always talk about like if it was a mount rushmore of skateboarding but like who would be like some of the heads that you would see up on there as like these guys are forever you know oh like like staples like danny way yeah exactly Sheffy. right um Matt Hensley. Um, yeah, dude. When you were a kid when you were growing up, was were you a Matt Hensley, not as yes. Gons? Which was your I guy? was Hensley. I was Hensley for a long time. But Hensley. I was also not as never Gons though. Huh. Like I never wanted to I don't know why. I never held on to Gons like that. Okay. But I, I held on to Hensley really hard. Like did he you, was the one that did I you wanted have some to some of his boards. Yeah, yeah. The one with the foot. Yep. The one yeah. That one was one. Okay. Yeah, that's the one I remember most. But yeah, huh. that's who I, that was my dude. H Street, like those videos. Just watch Pocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Shackle me not. Like Shackle when it came not. out, you're just like, wait, how, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, There's like, like some shit I've possible. never seen. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> you still friends with like most of the same crew, or did you lose some friends in your sobriety? No. I'm good. I mean, there's just certain people you don't see because yeah. you don't want to be around that. 
Yeah. But like, yeah, man. I got my little crew. Things are good. Yeah. What do you think about skateboarding in in, in this era? Like, is it getting soft? It's kind of weird, man. I don't know. It's like I I I'm ha- I like it because it's accepted and people love it. Uh-huh. So I can't hate on it, but like there's just a weird stigma about it now. If yeah. you know what I mean? It's- like I don't know how to put it words behind it, but it's just like it's in this weird zone that's like Yep. I I don't know how to say it. For me, I think it's it's a it's a battle, right? It's like, I don't want to be the old guy that's out of touch, but I also do see what I loved about this thing. That's not there anymore. And yeah, is, yeah. is it coincidence that it's just cause I'm older or is it an actual thing? Right. Yeah. Like there's a difference between being the old guy that can't do it. Like, obviously I raised the bar and then I'm, I'm on the decline of my life or whatever, but like, it's like, you still see these things that have changed. You're like, well, that wouldn't have flown, you know? And as a kid, I remember the number one thing that I used to always say is I never want to be the guy that says back in my day, blah, blah, blah. Like Those dudes would piss me off. And so I am really sensitive to not being that, but you also need to stick up for some things. I think like if Jake yep. was here, he would be yelling at this or that. And you're like, who's yeah. the guy that's going to defend that now? Everybody's all, Hey, yep. Jake would be the one to say something like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause, like cause there's gotta be something said about certain things. Right. But like not many people voice voiced it, you know? Yeah. He used to always say his, one of his famous quotes was even the goons rip now. It you know when Zoomies is selling skateboards, it's like everybody's and the COVID even made it more popular. Yep, yep. And That's what that, I mean about being in a weird zone. Like it's like not like you can't even go somewhere and like it's like people are gonna have boards you never even heard of. It's just gonna be weird. Like oh, it has yeah. just such a weird thing to it. Like yeah. I totally agree. Like back back in those early times when it was like less equaled more like, oh, dude, I'm on pal. I'm on Santa Cruz. I'm on these. There's not that many sponsors, but the ones that are there are recognizable. Yeah. And now, and now you got everything. And it's just like Sammy making it out of his garage and whatever. And I don't know. It's super going to it's going to be super interesting for the Olympics. Like, is that? Yeah, that's just, another thing is the I, I, I was waiting for you to ask me about that. Yeah. What do you think you, you're going to? I don't know, man. I think it's from cool. Far? I think it's cool. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, Rad, we're in the Olympics. But it's like, do we really want to be here? Like, it's, it's not even like, oh, OK, so what? It's like, I don't know. It's not like so impressive for me. <laughs> well, I don't even think the Olympics is the Olympics anymore. Like once like um, Michael Jordan was in the Olympics, it was like, wait, we got pros on the basketball. It was just like this just doesn't seem any different before. It seemed like it was these unknown dudes getting their come up. But now it's just like, who's the best? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if the Olympics is going to be a good fit for skateboarders that like to smoke weed and there's weed. You know, there's already yeah, gonna, all these are problems. Are they going to do drug tests? 
I mean, if Corey <laughs> Juno ends up on the cover of Wheaties, then I'm all for it. Like, that's I my goal. Do, are they going to do drug tests? That's amazing, dude. That's yeah, they're so doing funny. drug tests. And like Pedro no Barros and like these dudes that live on weed are just like, how are they going to function? <laughs> dude. Oh, my God, dude. People, skaters and weed are like, that's, oh, my God. We need weed. I need weed. No, I know. And I, I, how many trips have you been on where you're on the plane and the when you get off the plane, the first stop is the weed guy? Yeah. Or I just I, I bring weed with me <laughs> on the plane. Yeah. So, oh, I have damn. Something to, so I have something to light as soon as I get off of it. You, you yeah, ever had man. any close I, calls? No, man. It's been I've done that forever, too. I just oh. roll up a bunch of joints like and I just have them rolled in my bag and that's it. I just bust them out. And it's fine. You do any sneak a tokes in the bathroom or anything? No, that's no. that's how you get caught. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's unnecessary. That's just unnecessary. What's your technique for a long flight? Well, it used to be fucking Xanax, but uh -huh. now I just fucking deal with it, man. Like. Yeah, you I try to stay up and not sleep and try to be yeah, as tired I'll as try, you can. But, but like, yeah, it depends. Yeah, I try to, like, be as sleepy as possible, but I don't know. I used to always just have pills for that. Like, I haven't I, ever since I've been sober. I haven't really been on too many flights yet. Oh, shit. So, I wonder so, if you're going to have a little anxiety. I get anxiety every time I fly. Yeah, I, de I definitely do. And I will have it. But, huh. like, I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll be all right. You know, <laughs> I just have to. I have to. Yeah. Have you been paying attention to other people skateboarding? Like, are you on the websites every day and looking at new videos or does what, what's your connection with it these days? Um, I, I go on Thrasher and I check out videos every now and again. Uh huh. Yeah. And I get they send me the mag. So rad. I, yeah, I, I follow pretty good, I guess. OK, you got a favorite um, cover that sticks out when you think of Thrasher covers, like one that's like, boom, of, of Brian Anderson. Time, yeah. I think it might be like one of them Ecuador ones. Oh, Peter Hewitt, Frontside Invert. Yeah. Yeah. That's a I mean, that one. one just stands out to me as like really desirable. I'm going Phil Shaw at Fort Miley at the sunset. Yeah. Top, that one's top really bar cool. 5.0. Yeah. Yeah, John Gibson in the full pipe too is sick mm -hmm. with the lighting. That one fucking really cool. Yeah. What else? I have another one too. I think it was a backsmith. No, give me a minute. I gotta think about it. Okay. <laughs> I drew a blank. All right. There wasn't no there was no backsmith ever, I don't think. <laughs> on the Govs? Yeah. There's so we just did a thing on like all the fucking like who what are your favorite covers and and i forget the one that won but i was like hmm it's interesting some people draw to like more recent ones and some people are like that one of fucking jeff raleigh in in france where he's like ollieing out to the hubba yeah that one was fucking pretty sick i remember at the time just and arto's like anything dan sturt shot was always fucking yeah. iconic that's the Jeremy Ray Towers. Oh, yeah, that's the one. The tower. Yeah, Jeremy Ray mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yep. That's like definitely top 10. Yeah. Top five. Right.
Well, shit, what else is cooking? Anything else that you want to talk about? Shit, man. I don't know. I just got my little spot and I'm building a DIY up the street also. No way. Yeah, I have like a little spot under this under this bridge. Like I actually started building on this side street in the wintertime and I got like a lot done. And I built the banked wall that came too far out into the street and they bulldozed the whole thing. So I was like pissed, you know? So this other spot that I found is on the other side of the train tracks behind a wall, like totally hidden. And we had to pour the, pour the flat bottom. And like, so it's like a lot of extra work because yep. to make it so it's, so it's hidden. And like, dude, it's I'm like, I'm I'm up to like 300 bags at this spot. Like, it's like it's a bank on one side. So it's already got a bank and then it goes dirt. And then there's a, just a pillar wall. So That's like the we one on up, your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one that we build up to. Okay. So you'll see where we're at now. I, I poured a bunch of shit yesterday. And it looks yeah. like it's going to be good for a while. Yeah, it's pretty sick, man. Like nobody's going to kick us out of there. Dude, how cool, man. It's really yeah, good man. to see you so doing That's what good. I do with my time. I basically build and mm -hmm. skate. And I work little jobs here and there. Like, I paint for, like, when I work, I paint, basically. Oh, okay. So, like, this dude, I did a job the other day, painted some dude's porch. But, like I said, I'm trying to not work. Yeah, <laughs> aren't we? Yeah. Are you pretty much sol solitary, man, or you got a little crew? I got a crew. Yeah, like my boy Kevin. That shout I, out. I, start, I work with. He skates with us. We got Paul. Shout out. Filmer, okay. Dan, Lou Metal. Shout and, out. Little uh, little Richie. Shout Dude, out. How long have you known Lou? Like forever, right? Yeah, for for my whole skate career, pretty much. That's amazing. Yeah, Lou's tight. Dude, that's so sick. That fucking your. I like to see, like you said, man. I like to see my friends doing well and. uh is there anything in your mind that you that you think of as like something that's helped you along the way to keep this going? Like something that you kind of like, I don't know, something you could share with somebody that's struggling, maybe that maybe could help them. Um, I mean, you just got to fucking you got to want it, basically. You know what I mean? Like you got to make that decision. And once you get once you make that decision. If you're serious about it and you follow through with it, it's so fucking worth it. It's mm. so rewarding. Like, it feels good man, knowing like that. You know? I agree. I, every day I wake up and I'm just like ready to go. Like, and I, I remember hangovers and I just love not having them. Yeah. It's, it's like, dude, it's like <laughs> I couldn't even like, I would feel, I had like, I had a little weed hangover the other day. Oh, really? The first one ever. No, it was because of the edibles, though. Oh, shit. Okay. But yeah, those I were probably heavy. not as like a drinking one. When I got 40, I was just like, everyone was anxiety. Like, I was like, if I had like a gnarly hangover, it just took me out for at least 24 hours. Like the next day, yeah. I was just, ugh. And it's like, yeah. fuck that. It's too much a waste yeah, of time. Hashtag, are you okay? Yeah. Um, well, we always end with a song. You got a fucking jam you want to fucking put on? Sure, man. 
Uh, how about Lay It Down by Rat? All right. I like it. Hell yeah. yeah. That's dude, a fucking. Thank you so much for fucking taking the time out, dude. It's fucking a pleasure. Yeah, and... man. I'm really glad we got it done. I think it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fucking killer catching up. And you know what? Anytime that you want to fucking chime in, I'm so down. And if you want to do one with Brian later and all our schedules line up, yeah, that'd be I'll super call you fun. When, when he. When he's a, yeah, when we're together, we'll hit you up. Yeah, maybe I wanted I'll to do that bad, but like every time Brian would be like, dude, I'm not mentally good, right? Or like, yeah, we were, it was either one of us, you know? Totally. And like, I've been, <laughs> dude, like I said, I'm getting married in a month and my fiance just broke her arm into 12 pieces. Oh my so God. We've been dealing yeah. with so much crazy shit. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Sheesh. She. Yeah, That's so she's, got, she's got the plate like in her arm. She had to have surgery and like it's just oh, been pain every morning. Sucks. Yeah, it's been rough, but we'll get through it. It's it's cool. But like, yeah, I'm down. Like, I'm trying to keep this thing going for cool, man. Whatever. I'm so. really glad like we finally made it happen, dude, for sure. Hell yeah. Well, we'll do it again sometime. And maybe I'll even grab McKenny. He wanted to say he wanted me to tell you that uh, that trip that you guys did with Lance Dawes for slap. He was like, that was the one of the funnest trips he ever took. And he was like, I knew from that moment that Fred was a fucking real skater and a real dude. And like, he just has nothing but respect for you. So he wanted to send the love shout out. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Tell that guy. Fuck. Yeah. All right, Freddie. We'll talk right, soon, right, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Take awesome. Care. Good. Good deal, bro. All right. See you. Bye.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Schmidt. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. When you subscribe, you'll get notifications every Tuesday of new episodes the minute they become available. Also, please leave reviews and a five-star rating. It's the best way to help the show grow. All of the episodes will always remain free, but if you would like to help support the show, you can do so at TalkingSchmidt.com, where you can pick up some merchandise like t-shirts, beanies, hats, and stickers. The website has an entire archive of all of the episodes, with extra photos and videos. Email us with any suggestions, comments, or ways that the show may have improved your life at TalkingSchmidt at gmail.com. All interviews are conducted, edited, and produced by Schmitty. The intro music is Mary's Cross by the band Nature. A very special shout-out goes to the executive director, Cheryl Camisa. This is Talking Schmidt, where the Rolodex is deep, but the conversation is deeper.